So as I'm doing this stuff and I'm saying, I only want a house, we're finding houses and they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous homes. Some of them have gardens. Most of them have ocean views, which is one of the things I wanted. I wanted ocean view and I wanted fireplaces and I wanted a yard. So we're looking at these homes and no one is getting back to us or they already have someone that's taking it. So I'm frustrated. And finally, I realize this shit isn't working out. So I just let it go. I just let it go. Get ready to receive your miracle. Whether you desire a miracle in your finances, relationships, or purpose, you'll find guidance here. Miracle Minded is designed to move you out of your head and into the realm of faith, manifestation, and miracles. These conversations will inspire you to move beyond limitation and into alignment with your highest and infinite self. I'm your host, Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author, spiritual coach, and modern miracle worker. But it wasn't always this way. My path was one of violent abuse, addiction, and mental health diagnosis. Terrified of spending my life that way, I turned within and surrendered to miracles. My struggle as a single mama on welfare to building a half a million dollar business, living and thriving in my purpose. Now I'm here to support you in sparking miracles in your life. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, my miracle-minded friend. Today I'm sharing a bit of a personal share, my own transitions, and why I decided to leave Texas after all and head back to California. If you've been following me for some time, then you know I'm pretty unpredictable when it comes to where I'm going to move, what I'm going to do in terms of travel, like what I'm going to do with my business. I allow myself to be really wild in that way and I trust it. And, you know, that's part of the feminine is this like wild unpredictability. And I allow myself to flow with it if it lights me up. So it's very non-traditional, but it really works for me. And with my human design being generator, where I'm at, my energy, the people that surround me, uh, the home I'm living in, the city I'm in, all these things really, really play a big role in how I feel. I knew that before I ever did my human design, but my human design was just like, oh, this makes so much sense why I'm so radical about what I'm surrounded by. So that being said, we moved to Texas last October and in that I knew that it may not be a forever move and I was okay with that. I moved with a short-term lease. I didn't want to buy a house even though everyone was like going there and buying homes and in hindsight I'm like damn if I would have bought a house it would have like appreciated so much but it just wasn't the right move for me. I just knew by the way I felt. So that being said We moved to a three-bedroom, three-bath apartment, and I wanted to be surrounded by green. It was like, you know, months into COVID, and after being in this space in California where it it was like, you know, everyone wearing masks, and things were so strange, and, you know, people were so weird about being next to each other, that being in Texas and being surrounded by so much green actually felt very inspiring. It felt spacious. It felt nourishing. And that's what I was going for at the time. I was going for nourishing. I wanted to slow down in a way that 
allowed me to just give so much energy to giving my body love. And that's exactly what I did in Texas. I moved to Texas and I literally just became this spacious, spacious version of myself. As soon as I got there, I found this amazing place, which if you're in Texas or in Austin, I highly recommend it. It's called Alive and Well. It's in Bee Cave, which is like Texas hill country. Um, This place has all gluten-free, organic foods. It has acupuncture. It has massage. It has facials. It has uh, red light therapy. It, you know, it has all those things. I got a membership right away. I was going to get acupuncture, massage, facials, like every week, sometimes twice a week. I was doing the sauna. I really slowed down and learned to make body care and energy care a top priority, more than I ever did when I was living in California prior to that. So it was a season of cocoon, and it felt really good for a while. You know, it felt really slow. It felt really nice. I learned to say no in a whole new way in my business. I had just my digital courses running, which meant that I didn't have private clients. In fact, I only took on two private clients during that entire time while I was in Texas. And they were for four week, like four week intensives. And these were clients that I already worked with so that they like got that I, they knew how I offered private. So we literally worked together for these four weeks and that was it. So it felt like I was retired. (laughs) Like I felt like I was living this like retired lifestyle in a way. And while it was a nice, beautiful, peaceful cocoon and I watched a lot of Netflix and I got all this body work done and, you know, Chanel and I would go and explore these cute country towns that were surrounding Austin and get coffee or buy crystals. It was really beautiful and delicious for that period. And then right around uh, Christmas, I started feeling like I really missed the sexy fast-paced energy of a big city and that is when we decided to go to Houston for New Year's I was like where are the five-star resorts of Texas (laughs) like I'm missing this five-star life so what we did is we went to this place called Post Oak Hotel which we recently stayed at when I did Miracle Week it's a gorgeous space service is top-notch everything is very luxurious and beautiful So we went and stayed there and I got my fix and then we went back to Austin and all was well. I should say that in November, we also went to Joe Dispenza. So I was staying at a beautiful oceanfront property for a week in November. So there was a lot of travel. So that's the other thing. When we lived in Austin, we traveled a lot because I had the time, space, money, freedom to just travel and do whatever I wanted. We did it. And it felt good not taking many calls, just kind of chilling and doing the things, doing what I felt called to do in my business, which was kind of minimal. And then February came. And, you know, in January and February, it was very cold. It was very cold. And that was the thing that for me in Austin, I was a little shocked by. When I got there in October, the weather was perfection. It was, you know, like, It was warm in the daytime. There was a slight chill in the air, which gave me this, you know, reminiscent feeling of growing up in the Northeast. I grew up in a Philadelphia suburb and, you know, 
in October, the weather started to turn. There was that smell of leaves falling, you know, that smell. Anyone that has experienced the fall knows that smell. So there were all these feelings and I actually really liked it. And through Thanksgiving and Christmas when it was chilly, I really love that too. I'm a fan of it being cold or chilly during those winter holidays. But come New Year's Day, it can go back to spring weather. It can go back to summer weather. I like that. So January was so freaking cold and it was really brown. I was feeling uninspired. I needed to get photo shoot done. Like whenever I want to like just refresh my energy, I'm like, let's book a photo shoot. And at the time I just was not inspired. I did not want to do a photo shoot in Austin. I did one and I just wasn't even feeling it. Like nothing was inspiring me. So what I recognized quickly was Austin was a great cocoon for me. It was a great restoration place for me but it wasn't the place that got me juicy and lit up in terms of creative endeavors and and being uh, fully expressed. So that was interesting just to look at and to to explore. So come January, I end up getting um, two nights at the Ritz in New Orleans. And I looked up on Instagram, I found a photographer on like hashtag New Orleans or NOLA photographer. And I booked her. She was amazing. Um, I booked her. I went there. I got dressed up. And what I found out from my astrologer, Danielle Mercurio, which you may know her from one of the past uh, podcasts I did with her called Written in the Stars, is she told me. She told me, like, this whole area, New Orleans, and she, like, told me some other parts on the line are, like, my Venus line. It's juicy. Try it. So I trusted I went and we had a great time. It did give me the surge of energy. I love the photos. But then I went back to Austin and I went into like restoration mode. Back to February. I know I took a little loop there. February, it was so freaking cold. I'm talking about snow, ice. My friend uh, Annabelle came to visit me and she was supposed to come just for three days. She comes on Valentine's weekend. I book us a room at the Four Seasons. I'm like... Let's go out and like make it like, you know, (laughs) that like sexy luxury feeling I've been craving. She comes and it's like 27 degrees. Not only is it 27 degrees, it is projected to have ice. The ice comes and it was more than just one day of ice. It was literally like ice and snow for four days. Our water goes out. Like it was extreme. And we ended up after two days of water and her flights being canceled, all flights out of Austin being canceled for like seven days. We're like, let's just drive to California. And that's what we did. So if you were following me back then on my Instagram, you remember we were driving out of what they called the snowpocalypse. And we wound up in, I went to Laguna Beach and stayed at the Ritz down there um, for. I think we stayed there for a week and then I went to Beverly Hills and stayed at the Waldorf Astoria and then we went back to the Ritz for a few days. So we were at hotels between Scottsdale, Laguna and Beverly Hills for 14 or 15 days, which was pretty awesome actually. (laughs) What it did was give me this like surge of being totally in receiving mode like having everyone like Miss Sylvester, do you need anything else? And as a single mom, like that is the bomb, right? So it was really a beautiful experience. And what I did is I went home with this feeling of what do I want my next season of life to feel like? I want to be supported even more. 
I want to be in receiving mode even more so I can focus on the things that are important to me and what I want to create. So I did go back to Austin with that feeling. And still for me, when I went back, there was this feeling, I think this is when I started feeling like I wasn't going to stay in Austin. But I wasn't, still it wasn't clear. And I think this is what's important to chat about and what I want to tell you all about. That there's times where the truth has to fill in completely. If you would have asked me back then, do you want to move back today to California? It wasn't a yes yet. There were things in Austin that I really loved and that felt really comfortable for me. And not only comfortable, it felt nourishing. It felt like I wasn't ready to pull the plug on any of those things yet. It felt like something was still in motion. And I had to trust that. So that's exactly what I did. I I didn't make a move, but one thing that was happening there is that I was building new relationships. There were really great people, other creators, people that are doing really amazing things in the world that I was building relationships with. And I loved that there was this potential of things that were happening in Austin. More and more people were moving there. And it just felt like there's so much, there's so much hope. There's so much potential. I don't want to pull the plug on this before it's too soon. So I just stayed. I just continued to focus on it's not clear yet. So continue to stay the course. And as I stayed the course, I focused a lot on the people that were in my mastermind. I focused on writing a book, the Manifest Your $10,000 workbook. There were things that I just like kind of put my head down and focused on doing the things. And that felt good. But I have to tell you that deep down there was this this feeling of missing my soul family. You know, for me, the way that I am, you know, there's so many different ways that people are. For me, I'm not one of those people that has 50 people that I like go shallow with, right? Like it's not important for me to collect 50 friends and have everyone at like this you know, how are you? Let's catch up on a surface level. That doesn't light me up. It actually makes me feel empty, lonely. It doesn't feel good. What feels really good to me is having a core group of friends that like they are, they love me in my shit. They love me in my mess, but they also celebrate me in my fullest expansion and, and just love me. And they're in my corner You know, Big Sean, um, the rapper, has this thing he was talking about one day, and I saw it on Instagram, and he said, I learned that it's not who's in your circle, it's who's in your corner. That's who I'm focusing on. And I realized that pre-COVID, I I don't know if it was an ego thing, or maybe it was just like little Nikki inside that really desired to keep collecting friends. And I wanted to have friends in this group and that group. And look, I'm not like Drake, no new friends, okay? (laughs) I'm down for the new friends. But I don't want to have friends that are only my friends when things are going great. I want my people to be my people. Like, let's go deep. Let's talk about all the freaking things. Let's keep it real. I don't want you just to text me if you need something from me. I don't want you to text me only if you need me to like speak in your mastermind or if you want me to connect you to someone. I want people that are like in it with me. And that really, to me, that intimacy is important. Intimacy with self and intimacy with others is very important to me. So that being said, that was missing for me in Austin. There was this um, intimacy that I lacked and I missed 
with the people there. And I mean, it's kind of expected when you move to a new place. I personally have moved to new places. I moved to Vegas when I was 22. I only knew one person when I made that move. I moved to LA when I was 20, shit, I think I was 28, 29, 28, 27, 28. Um, And at that time I knew my ex-boyfriend was there and there were some people I knew from nightclub life, but that was it. So I know about moving, but I feel like at this stage and season, I'm not going out to just have drinks and talk about surface things. I, I want that soul fam. So that was beginning to unfold for me and become clear for me in the winter. And as I continued, we had um, April. I knew that I had my Miracle Vision Mastermind coming up. I was super excited for that. That turned out to be amazing. We had it at the Miraval in Austin, which is a luxurious wellness uh, resort. So we did that. That was phenomenal. I loved it. And then my birthday was coming. And this is where I really felt like, you know, I'm just not feeling juiced up. I'm feeling like living in Austin feels kind of stagnant for me. It feels kind of Groundhog Day energy for me. But I knew I had some travel coming up. So I ended up booking a juicy uh, intensive with my one of my mentors, Dr. John Amaral and his wife, Christina. Now, if you are someone that has been following my Instagram, then you see I've been doing this really weird looking work (laughs) where someone is playing and manipulating the field of my body, the energy, and my body starts doing weird things, starts responding to that. So if you're familiar with that and you've seen it, a lot of people are like, what is the modality? Well, actually, John and his wife, Christina, are both doctors and they use many modalities. One of them that people see and they're like, oh yeah, I've done that is network. Um, it's called NSA. I think it's network spinal analysis. Um, that's one of the modalities they use. They also do different thing with uh, light things with your body. There's things they do with sound. There's so much that they do. And so I'm not going to try to explain it to you, but I will say this. I booked that for my birthday on the 22nd and uh, 22nd of May. And I went to Malibu and I rented this oceanfront home in Malibu, this octagon. It was really beautiful. I went to that session. And after that session, so much emotion came through for me. Like on the table, I cried and cried and cried and cried. Um, but then the next day, I had a birthday party planned, just like a gathering with like 10 of my my people in my uh, corner, as I call it. And I woke up that morning and I just cried. There was something for me that waking up and seeing all my friends, my one of my good friends, Andrea, came over to do breakfast with me and we took photos. And it felt so nice to be around her. I was like, I don't want to leave. <laughs> I don't want to leave California. So I, there was just so much emotion that was coming up. And then the, that night, my friend Annabelle stayed over And the next morning we were talking and I start crying again. And I was like, I just don't feel like going back to Texas right now. So that's when it became very clear. And at that time I decided that I am going to move back to California. And I told my friend, that's a real term, like find me a house. I I was very clear, like I don't want to live in an apartment anymore. Like I want to have a house. I can afford to have a house. And that's the thing. A lot of people move out of California and they get mad because they think it's expensive. That's what their words, not mine. Um, And for me, it's like I can afford to live where I want. And that's why I created this lifestyle. That's why I work the way I have. That's why I've manifested the way that I have. Because I don't want to have to move to Kansas or to 
uh, Oklahoma or to Texas if it doesn't, if it's not on my heart. When I moved to Texas, it was all my heart. And now that I was being called to move away, I was like, all right, here's my budget. Find me a house. And I was looking for houses in Laguna Beach and in like Malibu Canyon area. So either one of those areas. I was actually anti-LA, which is funny (laughs) because that's where I ended up moving. But I'll tell you how spirit led me to this because this is what I teach is that you can't say I am not going to do this and then spirit guide you a different way because really in that time you have to trust wherever spirit's guiding you and this is big so as I'm doing this stuff and I'm saying I only want a house we're finding houses and they're gorgeous they're gorgeous homes some of them have gardens most of them have ocean views which is one of the things I wanted I wanted ocean view and I wanted fireplaces and I wanted a yard So we're looking at these homes and no one is getting back to us or they already have someone that's taking it. So I'm frustrated. And finally I realize this shit isn't working out. So I just let it go. I just let it go. And then my friend reaches out and says, hey, there's a vacation rental. It is a six-week thing. It's in Laguna Beach. The bedroom was epic. It had sweeping ocean views, floor-to-ceiling windows, balcony I'm like whoa waking up there I feel rich as fuck (laughs) like I love it I love the richness of this place but I have to tell you the the other bedroom was sad and the kitchen was a little sad so I was like "Uh." so my friend tells me hey look get into this place and while you're here we'll look at other places we'll definitely find you something so I said all right let's do it why not it's about to be really hot in Texas like yeah it's really cold in the winter and it's about to be really hot And come May and June, it got very hot, like 95, humid, sticky, thunderstorms all the time, so many bugs you can't even sit outside at night. It was intense. So that is going on and happening. And then I apply for this house. I get it, but they want this like crazy deposit and basically they want $21,000. And I'm like, if I'm going to put $21,000 down on anything, I'm just going to buy a house. Why would I do that? I'm not doing that. So I say, no, it didn't feel good in my body. And as I totally, at this point, this is mid, this is like, no, this is early June. I decided to let go completely. I said, F it. And then I'm just cruising. Chanel and I go to Arizona. I'm leading a weekend retreat for some VIP clients. And as we're at the retreat, I'm loving being in Scottsdale. I'm loving the energy. And then I go back to Austin and I'm still on my heart. I'm like, I know I want to move. I'm feeling called to move, but nothing really happened yet. So at this point, I'm like, am I supposed to be buying a home in Austin? Like spirit, tell me what's up because I'm confused. (laughs) So all of this is going on in the background while I'm planning Miracle Week. I'm doing all these things are going on. And as this is going down, it's really funny I'm driving with Chanel one day. We're going to this vegan place. I don't know why. I was like, I'm in the mood for vegan food. We're driving and I get this crystal fucking clear download. When I people say they get a download, for me, it just feels like all of a sudden a file is dropped. A file is dropped and information comes through. A I hear something or I see something. You know, there's a very crystal clear message. So that's exactly what happens. I even remember where we were. We were at the like intersection right in front of Juice Land in Oak Hill. I get this download and it says the apartment complex that we live in right now, it says reach out to them for oceanfront property. 
Now, I was anti-apartment, right? So stubbornly, ego-wise, I was like, no, I didn't want that. That's, that's what, if you would have told me, if one of my friends would have said, Nikki, why don't you just call this place? I would have been like, no, no, I shut it down. I don't want an apartment. But when it comes through the other way, I know it's right. So right away, I Google it. I call them and I say, hey, do you have a two or three bedroom waterfront right now? And they're like, actually, we have a three bedroom coming available tomorrow. I I was like, you see what I'm saying? Like how this goes down? So I told them, all right, I can't move on July 1st. I knew I had Miracle Week, the week of June 21st. I knew that that was going to take a lot from me energetically. And I was planning on going to Cabo at that time. So there was a lot going on. They call me back and they say, look, we have a lot of people that want to move into this. This is like doesn't come available that often here. So if you want it, you're going to have to move July 1st. It's up to you. So I trusted. I trusted the feeling because the feeling of doing it, even with everything else that was on my plate, the biggest challenge that we've ever run to date, so much going on. I'm like the idea of moving finding a truck, finding a pod, finding movers, doing all these things in a two-week time period. It felt very abrupt, but I could not deny that my body said, fuck yes to it. My body said yes. So I had to trust what my body was saying, and I just said, all right, I'm going to figure out how to make this the most pleasurable experience. And that's what I did. But guess what? There was some other shit that went down. (laughs) And it was just like testing my faith. So I... I get the apartment, of course, and then I'm like, all right, we're moving. Let's do this. And we're literally moving the day after Miracle uh, Week. So it was a little freaking intense, to say the least. Now, as I am like approaching, Miracle Week starts on Sunday or starts on Monday. And here I go, having to move my entire place. Me and my teenager, you know, teenagers, sometimes they're in the mood to help. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes you have to argue to get it done. Sometimes you don't. So it was like, I'm in that place. So what happened is I realized that my energy is everything for Miracle Week. So the Sunday before that Miracle Week starts on Monday, we decide at 5 p.m. that we are going to go to Houston to that same hotel that feels very super luxurious. Literally, At that 5 or 6 p.m., whatever it is, we decide I'm sweating my ass off, walking around this outdoor mall, and I'm just like, I'm over it. So we go home, we pack. Within an hour and a half, we're on the road driving two and a half hours to to Houston. We check into this beautiful hotel, and instantly I'm like, okay, this is better. Here's why I did this. Some people may have done this. They may have thought, oh, I'm moving. That's already so fucking costly. Um, I'm moving. I should be trying to save money because it's all unexpected. It was all unexpected expenses at this time. But what I knew, if I was going to stay in Austin, every time I walk around my home, I was going to keep thinking, I need to do work. I need to pack. I need to get this done. And it was there, like a mental to-do list. I'm not that great at compartmentalizing because actually compartmentalizing can suck. (laughs) And it's not always good for you. So I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm just going to go into a new environment where none of that is on my plate. And then on Thursday, we'll go home. And that's what we did. 
So we stayed at the place. I ended up getting, you know, spa services. We were going to beautiful um, hotel or beautiful restaurants. I was getting all the room service I needed, but something else happened. Day two of Miracle Week with literally double the amount of people signed up than we've ever had before. It was a big deal for me. And I was showing up fully, but I realized there was someone on my team that I have trusted to like really show up and have my back and all these things. And she wasn't doing the things. Instead, she was promoting her business. And I have a very clear um, agreement when anyone works for me that people that are in the coaching industry are not working for me. Now, if you wanted to work for me, you would work for me for free and you would be an intern because you would be gaining knowledge, expertise, have access to all my courses and things like that. So that's like a very clear agreement when anyone joins my team. And they tell me like, no, I'm not. Like, no, that's not my thing. So this was happening on day two of Miracle Week and I was just like, wow, okay, well, this is very much out of alignment. So I need to release this. And we had a conversation and I had to really have big trust and let her go because the things weren't being done anyway. So I'm not going to pay someone. And I have very generous bonus structure in my business uh, for launches. So I just had to really tune into that. But was it stressful? Fucking yes. But it required a lot of faith because what I had to tune into was following the feeling in my body. My body said, no, this no longer feels good. This is out of alignment. This goes against the conversation that I had with this team member when she entered into my team. And this is a big deal. And anyone on my team right now supporting me needs to understand that this week is a big deal and show up with that level of focus and care. So I had to trust and I had to reach back to someone that used to work for me that we have a really great relationship because this team member was always super transparent with me. She always was so trustworthy, um, someone that could you know, just show up and be very clear about what's going on in her life, if something was working for her, if something wasn't working for her. And that's something that I respect deeply. So in that, I had to ask her like, hey, can you come onto my team because I just had to let someone go? And she did. I was at the point where I was like, you know what? I know how to do the things in my business. I'll work it out. But this is an important, this is also an important teaching lesson because when I saw that my team member was not doing her task on my, on, on her job in my business and what I've entrusted her in and what I'm paying her for, but then was promoting her business all of a sudden that sprouted back up out of the blue. I was like, okay, what, what would the CEO version of me do? And I went back into this masculine energy for like an hour where I was like, okay, let's just let her do the minimum and deal with how this feels because I need it done. And then there was the part of me that was like tuned in to true source and supply and my abundance and my power. And I thought I will never do well and be, have a true success if I'm going to ignore the things that don't feel good to me. What doesn't feel good for me must be honored and acknowledged. It is a signal from the divine through me, through my body, to me. So I had to trust that. And I had to face this like story that I had that if I let go of this person and if I honored what felt true for me, 
that my challenge, my launch may fail. And I had to make peace with that. Like, okay, it may not be better than my last one. Okay, I may not have more people sign up. Okay, there could be only 10 people sign up. Like, who knows? Like, you know, I don't know. Like, I was had all these stories and I had to make peace with them and decide that, no, I created my business and do this work because spirit guides me to do it, to do it and that's who I am. And I will be guided to figure this shit out. But I have to honor what feels good. And I have to do what is in alignment with high respect for myself and honor for myself. So that was a really big shift for me because I had to really, it tested my faith. With the move, with the challenge, with all these things that are going on, I had to test it. So I had that conversation and it was hard. It wasn't easy. I have a lot of love for this person and um, of course I want her to succeed. But at the end of the day, my business, my vision is my baby that I have to take care of. And if I'm paying anyone to do a job, they need to do it, period. That's the boundaries of a business. Um, So that happened And, you know, my former assistant filled in and she was on fucking fire. Let me just say that. She came in and just nailed everything. And she stayed with me for that period of time until she had a trip coming up. So that was a very interesting time. Now, I'm happy to report that my launch actually was better than the last one. We had, let's see, we had 12 more people signed up than the last one. It was over a $100,000 launch. Um, which is amazing. Was it stressful? Yes. On the back end, there was a lot, but guess what? It was actually a beautiful fire for me to feel because it tested my ability to surrender and trust. Like even talking about it right now, I can feel it in my belly of how that week felt. And I just had to keep showing up for the people that needed that work. Like, you know, and it's so interesting because in Money Miracles, this round, the amount of breakthroughs that women are having, holy fuck. And we have more leaders and um, people than we've ever had in this round of Money Miracles. Like I'm seeing women that are already, you know, we're having women that are already six-figure earners. There's women that are doing this. um, I think we have a seven-figure earner. There's people that are already doing so great in business and with money, but they still came into Money Miracles to refine the way that they allow money to come through with grace and ease. And I think that's what keeps happening more and more and more. So back to the move. All of that's happening. I let go of the assistant. We do money miracles and I start moving. I start moving like right away. So on Saturday, mid-launch, we are driving across Texas and into New Mexico and into Arizona. We get to Arizona. We stay at the Ritz-Carlton Dove Mountain, which is where I've always wanted to stay. And at this point, I'm like... I'm a little stressed. I feel like I've been disconnected from the launch more than I want it to be. I've been disconnected from the community, even though my team has emails that are going out. And I got this insight to go into my program, into the Miracle Minded community and do a meditation with them. And I did. And all these women end up showing up, signing up. It was such a beautiful thing. And then we end up driving to California and we stay at the Montage in Laguna Beach until our place is ready. So that's that's that. You know, that is that. And I, I'm going to make a separate podcast because there is something else important that I've laid to rest, uh, an identity that I've let go of 
And that has happened since I've been in California. A lot of shifts have happened. I don't know. Some people have reached out and they're like, oh my God, I can feel your expansion in California. Like it, it feels good. Like I can tell you're loving it. I am loving it. I am loving it. And I never thought like I would move back to LA because LA got hit so hard during COVID. And it was hard for me because of what my nervous system was responding like. Like there was a lot of things that led me to move out of LA in the first place. But previously, I loved LA. Like LA energy just gives me life. I love that there's this city and all of the options right on the beach. Like I love that. But when COVID came, my body needed something else. My spirit was telling me to do something else. And now that LA and California are back open, you know, LA feels different now. And it reminds me of why I loved LA in the first place. So it feels really good to be back. And it inspired me. So a lot of inspiration has come through and you're going to be hearing on the next few podcasts what is being born. And it's fucking epic. It's, it's like I'm... I'm a little like surprised and just wowed by it because I didn't expect anything like this to come through between now and the end of 2021. But when you follow the nudges, you follow those breadcrumbs, you follow those feelings in your body. When you have the courage to cancel the things that are no longer aligned, when you have the courage to say no to anything that is not honoring, and that's from habits to other people to agreements all of this stuff. You just take radical responsibility and you follow where you're called. You will be shocked and wowed by what is waiting for you when you get there, wherever there is, whether it's like to say yes to a job, to say yes to an invitation to an event, whether it's to say yes to moving, whether it's to say yes to giving up, you know, certain things in your diet or to say yes to hiring a coach. You never know. You just have to follow what feels expansive. So I know this was just a personal share, and I'm, I have to say that as I'm sharing all this, I'm like, do people really want to hear this? But you all voted. You said yes. So let me know if any of this resonates with you, if it inspires you. I hope it inspires you um, to trust where you're being guided and to know that we are not in an era of time where we all buy homes and stay there forever with the same person and never do anything but, you know, be homemakers. Like we are not in that space. We have freedom. We get to do what we want. We get to be citizens of many countries in our hearts. We get to travel and do so many things. We get to explore and have adventures. And if anything is clear for me is that in this lifetime, I want to live fully. And that's what I invite for you is to ask yourself, am I fully living or do I feel stuck, stagnant, heavy? And allow yourself to fully live. Have an experiment and know that, yes, it will shake people up. It will make people wonder, what the fuck? Some people will judge you. Some people will say things. Guess what? Doesn't matter. They're not you. You have a responsibility for your highest life and fully express the self. Give that version of you what it needs and you'll know because it feels thrilling and it feels big and it feels expansive And it means when you feel those things that your energy is fully in motion and that you are in flow. So my friend, blessings until next time. I cannot wait to talk to you soon. And I just want to drop this that if you have not read the Manifest Your $10,000 workbook yet, get it. People are having really profound shifts with it. 
Um, if you've never read my memoir, which is my story before all of this and how I became to be a coach and a speaker and all the struggles and ways I had to trust the craziness that happened before, listen to it on Audible or Amazon. People love both books. And I also just want to remind you finally that you can leave a review, that that means the world to me. It means the world to me to leave a review. And um, if you do that, you can send us a screenshot of it to support at NicoleSylvester.com. And we will send you out a free gift. All right, my friends. So blessings until next time. Happy adventuring. You deserve it. All right, Miracle Worker, I am so excited that we got to spend this time together. And beyond that, I'm grateful. It's a privilege to have you here with me. And I want to remind you that you are a miracle and you have direct access to infinite intelligence and you can open up to a radical, unbelievable, supernatural transformation in your life and business. Just that thought in itself can take hold in your subconscious and create beautiful change. And that's exactly why I'm challenging you to share this with someone you love today. You never know how one podcast, one message, one video can change the trajectory of someone else's life. And you get to have that kind of momentum in the universe. So take a moment and forward this on to someone you love. And if you feel really excited about it, share it with your Facebook, share it with your Instagram, share it with people and get them to listen as well know that the universe always pays you back for the good you put out into the world. So go ahead and get your miracle. Until next time, keep shining, keep showing up, and stay open.